here today with Jay Kinder. Very happy to have you on, my friend. How are you today? Yeah, couldn't be doing better, man. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you coming on. I mean, yeah, it's cool. You know, I don't, I've said it before, you know, when I was talking to Albie and I've talked to uh, Wally Bressler and yeah. I, I just don't see any other company having accessibility to people that uh, are higher up in the company like this. I mean, you know, yeah. I remember first seeing you uh, on stage at Build 2021. Yeah. Uh, and I had no idea who you were, you know, and uh, I was just like, what are, what are these people all about? Like, here's this room of like 5,000 people, just like the media stuff that Brent Gove had set up. And I was like, just beyond impressed. Like we had already come over to EXP, obviously had some success and uh, follow the McCarthy's to Texas. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> for like this crazy thing, I'd never, I'd never, you know, gone to a big convention or any kind of event before. And uh, I mean, it blew my mind. Yeah. It still does. It still blows my mind. Yeah. Every time I go to one of these things, I'm like, I know what is happening here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's an incredible energy. Um, you know, when you get, you know, you get out of, it's hard, it's hard, right? Like you got to leave, you got to, you know, you got to deal with leaving family sometimes, leaving yeah. kids home and, you know, you know, traveling across the country. It's not inexpensive to get to sure. events. Um, but when you get there and you're, you're kind of out of that daily grind of, you know, doing it, doing it, doing it, you know, you're, you're able to really think about the future and what you're trying to do and really try to get clear on the problem. And I was like, you know, we used to join, we had, we'd been a part of, you know, events have been like such a big part of my entire journey because I've, I've gone to so many and, and I always took something away, came back, had a little success with it. And so it always kept me going to events and, and it's really the relationships and the people you meet and, and um, you know, the, the generally the people that, you know, that can change your life are usually at these events. And so, you know, you get an opportunity to, you know, to, I think, get a little bit of clarity on what problem you need to solve to get to yeah. the next level. That's half of the value of like being a part of a mastermind or going to events. And then, you know, going in with intention of, of not just being, you know, sitting there in the back of the room, but actually really listening in on, you know, what the topic, you know, is, is being spoken on and, and taking, take some action away from, from those events. Otherwise it can be overwhelming, but, but yeah, it's been, um, it's been crazy. That was an amazing event. I'm glad you made it to it. You know, yeah. probably, you know, the McCarthy's probably had to talk you into that. I'm sure if you had oh, yeah. You know, I've said it before, like Steve had his work cut out for him when he met me, <laughs> uh, you know, so from my background, I came from uh, security management, right? right? So I was like director of security for a mall and I was like regional uh, yeah. director over like uh, trainings and stuff. So like real stringent, right? right? I have a degree in law enforcement. That was like 
the attitude I came into real estate with. Right. And, uh, when I met Steve, it was just hilarious because he's, you know, he's such a cartoon character. <laughs> and like, he's so unapologetically him, right? Right. And I had the exact opposite mindset, you know, but I'd been, I'd been failing for a few years and I've been watching all of his live content, you know, and I was like, oh man, this is, this guy's like got something different going on, right? It right. wasn't even really EXP that attracted me to EXP. Right, right. It was Steve McCarthy, straight that's, up. Yeah, that's that's actually generally um, how how people come to join EXP. You know, no, nobody yeah. wakes up. You know, not not no, not nobody, but but not that many people are wake up and they're just frustrated with their brokers and they're looking for a change. It does no, happen. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you, you, you're you're looking for something. You know, you know, you're. Yeah. You're, there's always, you know, where you're at and where you're trying to get to. And usually it's a connection with somebody that you see that's having success that that kind of opens the gate of the mind to, OK, well, maybe there's a better way that I just don't know about. Yeah. You know, and so. I don't know, man, I came over to EXP and we had we had a listing. Right. And I uh, it was just sitting on the market, just like bad pictures, not, you know, knowing what I was doing. Right. That type of thing. And so. I called the McCarthy's and they came over and did a whole Matterport thing that was like popular at the time. And uh, the pictures were better. And then he was like, you ready to go live and talk about this thing? I was like, heck no, <laughs> no not Matt Moreno, not today. This isn't <laughs> happening. Go live, go live on what? We're live right now, just yeah, you, you know, <laughs> in the yard. And he, he was like, I don't care. And he just went live and he was like, hey, Facebook, this is Steve McCarthy live with Matt Moreno's new listing. Here's Matt. and started talking. I was like, what did he just do? I thought he tanked my career, you know, and uh, you know what I mean, like everybody was going to care and all this. Right. Right. Uh, then I, in short order, realized that nobody cares. Right. And it ended up getting us business. And like, we got a couple of buyers from, from the live. And I was like, Oh wow, that, that really helped out. And that was right. like, I'm going to do every single thing that Steve McCarthy tells me to do. And that's <laughs> That's what I did. Well, I, you know, the, the, the thing about that is you're coachable, right? So, right. you know, you, you come in having one mindset and that belief doesn't change, you know, until you have an experience and then, you yeah. you know, then, then the belief can change. Right. And so um, kudos to you for, for, for being coachable, even though you kind of forced you into it. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's commendable, right? Like, you know, being willing to change and say, okay, you know, it's like my kids, uh, they had this fundraiser drive going on and um, they both my kids are, they're in different classes, but they're in the same elementary and, you know, they, they're little Amway. They send them home selling stuff all the time, but yeah. they, they have, they had this, um, this drive they were doing and do perfect was uh, they were giving away some free prizes and stuff. But the, the class that got the most donations was going to get um, uh, to basically wrap up one of their teachers, like a mummy <laughs> with duct tape. <laughs> this is today actually. Um, and okay. so, so yesterday, um, you know, I was I was videoing them, trying to get them to to video like their thank you for the people that made donations. Right. And uh, the minute you hit record, I mean, they they freeze up, man. Like they don't know what to do. Like <laughs> it reminds me of the very first time I tried to get on video. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it, it's definitely uh, not not. It's kind of like speaking in public. It, it you know you you fear it until you kind of just embrace it. Hey, I'm just being me. I'm talking to one person here. It's not. Uh, exactly nobody nobody's nobody's judging it you know what i'm saying 
Yeah, not yet. <laughs> it's not going to get a grade. But yeah, my kids <laughs> froze up, man. They froze up. And they were like, I don't know what to say. Start over. I was like, yeah. I was start like, over. I was like, just pretend like the camera's not on. That's all you right. got. Just say thanks. Tell them, tell them from your heart. That's all you do. It's, That's it. Yeah. Uh, so once we got over here and we started, you know, doing the stuff, because we came over hungry, man. Right. Like I had a, I had to take a job at uh, this dive bar and grill in the middle of uh, Linda, California, which if anybody knows where that is, uh, I wasn't happy to work there. Jay, right. Is what right. I said. <laughs> you were trying <laughs> and, to move away uh, from that. Yeah. And so, I think that's one of the reasons why I was so coachable at first too, yep. because like I reached out to Steve, he didn't reach out to me. Right. You know, I said it was like two 30 in the morning, I think over Facebook messenger, my wife and I were, you know, she was in the service industry too. So that's like when you wait tables and you work at bars and grills and stuff, that's, that's the, your decompression time is generally <laughs> when patrons are done. Right, right, yeah. Consuming in public, right? So right. we were kicking back, and I'd been talking to her, and I was like, dude, this this real estate thing has to work out. Has to. Right. Um, I'm going to contact Steve McCarthy, and he had talked to a lender buddy of mine who said, you know, you should probably call Steve because he's got a better opportunity than what you're being offered. Right. And so I re reached out to him over Messenger. I was like, we need to have a meeting tomorrow. And he was like, what what what's this all about and i was like i need to meet with you and he's like okay and so then we went and met with him and i'd already made up our mind you know that right. we're going to try this out because right. it wasn't working there wasn't no other opportunity for right. me <laughs> you know? like, like there, it was it was this or you know go back to working for somebody else's success story right and that's not really my jam you know, it's, it's, I hate working for other people. Right. It's not fun. No. You know, so I borrowed like 1400 bucks from my dad and we joined EXP. Right on. And then, you know, like in very short order, uh, sales started, started to come in and it, it wasn't like they just started trickling in Jay. Like we were doing stuff and we were told, okay, this is the Facebook messenger message that you send out, send out individually to everybody. If you or somebody you knew were looking to buy or sell real estate in the next 90 days, would you give them my information? And all of a sudden people were like, you know, you get a lot of no's because nobody knows who you are. Right. right. they're like, why would I recommend you to somebody? And then all of a sudden, bam, you get a hit. Well, I am thinking about selling a house. Right. Well, I am thinking about buying a house. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I can, I can get behind doing this activity, you know, for a short amount of time a day to be able to see results. Shake the trees. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then, and then I was like, Hmm, I wonder what would happen if I, uh, cause I, I'd been going on YouTube and I, I got pretty good at open houses. Right. But I wasn't like Brent Govan open houses. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was, yeah. I was just pretty good. And I was, I've always been really good at like information collection, right? Because coming from my background, that's, yeah, that's what I do, right. And so I just like mind meld people into filling out my guest registry book. And I started like building up my database and I was like, okay, now I've got 500 people in this KV core, which is amazing. And I was sitting there figuring out how to use it. I was like, what if I started scripting out on people on the phone? Right. 
And so I asked Steve, I was like, where can I get these? And he's like, go on the Honey Badger Network under files and like every single thing from NAEA. And then he got me hooked up to the NAEA stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is amazing. All this training going in the world. And there's like, at the time it was something like 60 hours a week. I think it's more now. Right. Of just training. Just here yep. you go. What, what do you want to know? Right. Here's no, the information. There's no, shortage of, uh, there's no shortage of access to training here. That, no, cool. no. And you don't have to pay extra. Yeah. It's yeah. just provided. Yeah. If, if you know who to ask and where to look. Right. And you can get, get out from in between here and actually do it. Yeah. You know? And so I, and Janelle too, my wife, Janelle, uh, we just started hitting the training hard, you know, especially like, like when the pandemic hit and real estate was not essential, I was like, dang it. Right. We just come over. And then like it, I don't know, probably three days later, California was like, Whoa, we need to sell that real estate to keep that economy going. Right. And uh, I was like, let's go get our COVID on. I'm done. Like we're gonna succeed or, you know, there's no other option. Yeah. And uh, man, I look back over, you know, since 2019 and it's just like been this like blur of like almost tornadic activity in my business. Right. And I, you know, sold a bunch of homes. I've become a certified mentor. Uh, wrote two books. Wrote two books. Yeah. So awesome. yeah. Like what? What? You know, <laughs> never once did I think that would happen. But it's amazing the power of getting out of your own way, Jay. Yeah. Like what it does for you. And yeah. then, you know, just every business goes like this. Right. And it, yeah. it's not like this race to the top. I'm sure that you didn't get to where you're at just overnight. Mm -mm. No, mm -hmm. lots of roadblocks, <laughs> lots of wrong turns. Yeah. Oh, eight, for yeah. instance. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Talk a little bit about uh, where you came from, brother. Yeah, man. So uh, I always tell, start by, you know, telling everybody I, I was I graduated in the top 25 of my class, but I usually don't tell them there was only 36 of us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, small town guy, Oklahoma, yeah. from a little town called Walters, Oklahoma. Nobody will know where that's at. Probably won't even know where a lot in Oklahoma is, which is where I built my business. It was a town of about a hundred thousand. And um, yeah, man, I got you know got out of high school. My dad had just bought a Coal Bank franchise. Um, yeah. I grew up around real estate, but he was doing mostly property management. So I didn't really have any idea what real estate sales or anything really was. I didn't gotcha. wasn't really around that part of it. But then. Uh, I saw a guy get a check. I was mowing yards for uh, the rental department, my dad, my dad's rental management company. And uh, I was coming in to get my $400 check. And, you know, guy was in there getting a check for like $5,000. Yeah. I was like, what did he do today? <laughs> it looked like he did much at all. And so I had never seen him do anything. So like every time I'd ever seen him, he wasn't doing anything. So I was like, what does this guy do to make five grand? And right. we sold this house over on such and such. I said, Tell me more about this real estate thing. <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, you know, this, you know, my head scratching, you know, 19 years old, like you know, mow yards, uh, do basically nothing and make fire. Right. And so obviously it was way harder than that. Um, you know, I got that license and like anybody else didn't have a clue what to do next, even though my yeah. dad, you know, was, you know, owned the franchise, 
you know, he wasn't really in sales and didn't, you know, never really sold that much real estate himself. But, um, you know, he, he kind of plugged me into, you know, all the different things that, you know, training or if there was somebody coming to town or if the MLS right. board was doing something. And so I started, you know, attending all of those things, trying everything I could find. And, you know, eventually, you know, it's every once in a while something would work and it would give me some hope <laughs> that, that, okay, I just got to do that again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, um, so yeah, after a while, I started having some success. I think my third year, I ended up um, you really picking, you know, and I did open houses every Sunday. I mean, every Sunday for, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember how many years. So I met a lot of people, um, you know, got a lot of transactions off of that. Just people were like, I see you every Sunday. I'm like, hey, it's good to see you guys again. Still looking, you know, eventually, you know, some people felt sorry for me and bought something, I guess. But um, yeah, and, and uh, you just continue that quest of learning, right? Like, you know, I think that's, you know, the recipe for change is you know having an awareness which you know you see they're having your back against the wall <laughs> like right. you had um which you had a, an awareness that it couldn't get any worse right it could only get better there's gotta be a better way right yeah um and then you know then it's you know you have to have the desire to want to do it right like you gotta you gotta have that desire and then seeking right and that's where that's where most people fall off is they don't have enough desire to, to really go seeking the solution and you're looking for it man you're uncovering it and that was your background like you said um, you know, that, you know, gathering information. Right. And so, you know, a lot of people just stop at that, or if they they're seeking and they don't like what they hear, they don't, they're not willing to receive it. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's another one. And so like, you know, the, there's a recipe for changing anything you want to change in your life. And, you know, it, it starts with awareness, desire, seek, asking questions, receive the answer, do the, you know, then take immediate action. Right. Yeah. Like if you don't take action, nothing, nothing's going to ever happen. That's going to change. And um, and then it's persist, and then ultimately having some accountability to it um, is is uh, the best best process for changing anything. But you know, for me, you know, I had that little little bit of taste of success, a little bit of taste of success, and so I just continued to seek and seek and seek. And I kept yeah. getting into rooms, and I'd find people that were doing way better and way better and way better, and it's just like blows my mind. Just like when you know you said at that event, I had a similar experience where I went to an event. I was probably 19, 20 years old. And a guy that was sitting next to me, then the whole event, like two people down from me, gets up on the mic and he was selling 400 homes a year. And I was like, the hell is going on over here? Like, that's not the number I ever even thought was ever possible, right? And like, right. And I'm like, well, if he can do it, then I, mean, I can probably do it too, I guess, right? And so yeah. you, start, you, know, you start seeing, you know, that um, it, what's possible and, and, you, and you realize, you know, if you do get out of your own way and you just be a really good listener and, and um, and really try to understand, you know, what the people that are trying to help you are telling you to do, um, you know, and it's being coachable. And it's, you know, a lot of people make the mistake I, early on. I had I had um, a coach. And when I got this coach, by the way, this is a funny story. At that same event that was expensive, it was in Canada. I'd never been to Canada before. It was out of my element to go. I was blown away. And at the end, they were selling coaching and it was twelve thousand dollars for the coaching. And I remember looking at the guy next to me um, and saying, $12,000 out of your mind? Like, there's no way. Before That's they were a small sum of money. Before they were done with the pitch, I was at the back of the room, you know, and saying with mine filled out, ready to go. I gave him two credit cards because I didn't have enough room on either one of them for the down payment. And I said, if the payment doesn't go through on this one, you're just going to have to try that one. So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so. Um, you know, uh, I guess I'm an easy sell, so to speak, but that coaching program really helped me. But, um, one day I, I was calling my, my leads and, um, 
And I told the coach, my coach, his name is Frank B. Marinas. I said, man, these leads, these, these leads are no good, which every real estate. Oh. <laughs> uh -huh. So he said, you're not, you're not using the script. I said, yes, I am. He said, record your calls. And this was so long ago. They had like yeah. this little thing you could hook up to your oh, phone sure. and, and record them. And it was a tape deck too, actually, literally a tape deck. So that's how old I am. But, um, and so I recorded him and we listened to it and I was like, see, I told you I followed the script. He said, listen to it again. So we listened to it again and I changed it up a little bit, you know, just mm -hmm. kind of made it my own, you know? Right. <laughs> and uh, he said, you didn't follow the damn script. I said, okay. He said this week, follow the script and let's see what happens. And then I set like five appointments that week and I was blown yeah. away. I was like, dang, man. Like I almost wrote off this whole thing is not working for me because I'm too stupid to follow the, the directions, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which if I'm putting together a piece of Ikea furniture, I do that shit too. So it's not, right. you know, it's not the only place that I've, uh, I tend to skip reading the directions, but, but it was a lesson for me that man, it's probably not the thing. If the thing has gotten results for other people, it's probably not the thing It's probably me. And so, yeah. uh, just, I, I, I think I became a better student after that. And just realize that, hey, man, when people are telling you that something works and there's evidence all around you that it's working, that yeah. it probably works. And so right. it's probably what you're doing if it's not working for you. And yeah. so that was a that was a real big lesson for me early on that that um, that allowed me to really break through, um, you know, some really uh, pretty crazy barriers at the time where you know, people weren't selling in 2005, 2006, weren't selling 500 homes a year. That was pretty unheard of um, at yeah. the time. But it's not so much anymore. People are doing bigger, bigger, much bigger than that. But, but it was, yeah, I, you know, um, I think there was a belief there that I could do it. Um, didn't know anything about what I didn't know and all the things mm -hmm. I had to learn in order and really who I had to become in order to do that. Right. That part I didn't understand at the time, but um, yeah. And, and, it, and there, there is, you're right. It was, you know, it felt like, you know, it was kind of a journey like this, but it really wasn't. It plateaued and you would hit a wall and then you, there would be something you'd have to learn that you didn't know. Right. right? And, and, and for me, it happened a few different times. And then, you know, market shift and a whole lot of things I've never seen before. And so, like, those those are the the times that are, are really what creates your, your character. Like, you know now, you know, like, you can either crawl back into the corner and close your eyes or stick your head in the sand. Or you could be like, all right, what do I got to learn? Who do I need to be listening to? Who's having success now? You know, what's changed? What, what are they changing about the conversations they're having with people? You know, what right. who do I need to change about what I talk about in my presentation? You know, that all of those types of things, you know, can be learned. And, you know, when you encounter that, some some people choose to is head in the sand and, and, yeah. and the people come out swinging. And if you've had a big experience like you've had, you know, I ain't going backwards. <laughs> you know, I want to figure it out is, yeah. is, a, is a mindset that, you know, that gets developed um you know through that period of time and and the good thing about going through it i wouldn't trade it for anything and it was like i i 0708 was absolutely an asshole it was the worst worst possible experience for me i literally had had nothing but success up to that point and went back to to back to zero basically oh, and so it was painful but um after that the my resilience and what i was willing to endure yeah. um was completely different like i was like this is nothing like whatever the challenge was, was nothing compared to that. Like coming out of that, I would look, it's like, you look behind you, like that whole thing was on fire. And like, I, I just came through that. Yeah. What, whatever the next problem is, is going to be a lot easier. And that, you know, that's so for that reason, I would never trade those, um, those, those tough times. Right. Um, because, you know, lessons bought are lessons taught. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? No, I mean, they're pain experiences that they're like part of your life. 
Right. Right. I always, I always think back to very hard times in life and I'm like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade those in for the world. Like I had Never. to have them to become yeah. the dude I am today. Exactly. You know? I mean, there's so, many, there's so many lessons in those, yeah. times, you know, yeah. that, that, that serve you for a lifetime, you know? Right. And, and well, go ahead. I like when you said uh, the leads suck, right? <laughs> right. Like I remember, and I, there was a time I was paying Zillow. I don't pay them anymore. Right. But no need to. No need to. Uh, but there was a time I'm on the phone with the Zillow rep, and I was like, man, these leads suck. And he's like, they don't. All the leads are the same. <laughs> Across the board, no matter where you get them, you suck at weight on, on your delivery. And I was like, okay. Hung up on them. Right. You know, not going to pay him another cent. Right. You know? Right. But it kind of like hit home and. And I was like, and was the little Zillow guy right? Right. You know, like, <laughs> what if, what, what if, what if I could be better? <laughs> like, what if this guy's whole job is just scripting out on people that say that the leads suck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, maybe that little Zillow man was onto something. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, once you figure out how to speak to people on the phone, how to speak to them in person, how to speak to them on these things, you know, like, all of a sudden, yeah, the leads don't suck. Leads are all right. the same. Right. People are going to want to buy or they're not going to want to buy. People yep. are going to want to sell or they're not going to want to sell. The name of the game is figuring out who is at what stage of the transaction. Right. That's simple. Yep. And then, you know, listen but to that, at least for a little that. while and build out yourself a funnel. And, yeah. <laughs> you know? But now, by the way, Matt, none of that is uh, on the real estate uh, test either. Right? No. <laughs> No, it's not. You know, I uh, nothing has been. And I keep hearing that, uh, you know, experiences I have are like a once in a career experience. I'm like, that's fantastic. I've heard that like six times this year. You know, obviously, I just attract these weird deals. We had this one and this was when I first started. It was out in a little town called Robbins here in California. It's like middle of nowhere, right? Right. And I had, it was a lead I had gotten, like one of those courtesy leads from realtor.com. Right. And I was like, okay, cool. Like some business just came my way. Right. This guy wanted to buy this, like it was like a small 10 acre property, just bare land. And he wanted to start a goat business. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I've had deals like that. I've never had the goat business specifically, but yeah. That's around the property. And then you put a bunch of goats on there and they chew up the, the land and then you rent those goats out to property owners to keep uh, your vegetation down, right? Yeah. And I was like, all right, Teddy, that's a good idea. Yeah. This is the property you want. Let's let's put in the offer. And I mean, it was, it was offered at such a low price, like suspiciously low. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like... Why is this 10 acre property only a thousand dollars an acre? I don't care. We put in the offer and then uh, my buddy from uh, the title company called me and was like, Matt, I've got some, some bad news for you. I was like, well, that's never a good way to start the day. <laughs> and he's like, so this is a once in a career uh, problem, but this property falls under the rail, the Congressional Railroad Easement Act of 1860. 
What? So I was like, exactly. I was like, what are you talking about, Noel? And he's like, yeah. Um, so when they were building the railroad through here, uh, this they put an easement on a lot of land. And everybody forgot about it in the 1800s. And nobody talked about it since. And now the descendants from those, the original owners of that property can come back and be like, yeah, my great, great, great granddaddy left me this property and now it's mine. And then you, you're like in this whole title issue. Right, yeah. And uh, so he's like, no title company will uh, issue the issue policy. policy. I was like, awesome. So, <laughs> and, you know, we, we were broke at the time. I needed the whatever commission that would have been, right? But it was prudent to like do the right thing and so i called that that client up and i was like teddy i cannot advise you to buy this property and i explained to him the whole thing he's like i really appreciate you letting me know i am gonna go ahead and back out and we'll look for something else i think we found him something else somewhere else you know right but i mean it it was kind of tough to have to make that call and be like yeah don't buy it you know right. <laughs> this is this is all bad but and then we had one that, uh, so we have a lot of fire in California. Right. I don't yeah. know if you've turned on the news yep. in the last oh, yeah. 10 minutes, but uh, we have a lot of it. And we're in this, this deal, and it was a nightmare of an escrow. I mean, you know, it was supposed to be a 30-day escrow that turned into five months. And, uh, you know, that the listing agent was just not, checked in not on board and her clients were trying to contact me and all this and it was just a nightmare the whole time and then like we were down to like three days before close of escrow and i, was, I looked at janelle and i was like babe i did it i did it i did it like we're actually gonna close this thing and uh three days later berry creek burned down and so did the house that i was selling in berry creek wow yeah and then uh there was a whole thing the listing agent tried to to come after the commission like the the emd to replace her commission and so i had to turn her into her broker and talk to uh california association of realtors lawyers about it and i was like we got the emd back for our clients and moved forward but with something else but it was like that was crazy Right. And that's that's kind of like going through those experiences made me think, man, maybe I should write a book. And so, you know, one day Steve was walking by my office and he was like, I want you to read Digital President. And we hadn't talked about uh, me writing a book or doing anything. I didn't even like to read unless I got paid for it. at the right. time. And I was like, Steve, are you? Like, did you get high before work today? Or like, have we met before? And he was like, Matt, stop it. You're going to read Digital President. I was like, is, is there like an ebook? He was like, nope. Is there any Not picture? You. And so I was like, all right. And so I just ordered it. And then I was like, man, this book looks cool. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like the graphics look cool. I was like, that's neat. And so I opened it up and I read the thing and, uh, I'll be darned if it's not just a book about how to write a book and uh, other things. But that's what really stood out to me. I was like, huh. So I went to the whiteboard and I, I scratched out a model of what chapters would look like and 
all of a sudden all this content started coming out, you know, content vault. Right. And uh, four months later, boom, that, that hit Amazon, um, you know, and the Library of Congress with a copyright. I was like, huh, I guess I'm good at this. And so I just needed to write down what to do in real estate. Right. You read the book, you do what it says in there. The only thing that'll keep you from success is yourself. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, uh, you know, then I've been writing. Janelle likes to watch TV, like, a lot, right? Yeah. And so there's, like, an hour, hour and a half every day where she's watching something that I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. I'm not into this show. Right. You know? So I hop on my phone in the notes, and I just start writing. Right. And uh, then a year later came Overcoming the Plateau, right? Right. And right now I'm working on a, uh, like a workbook, a mindset workbook. Yeah. And that'll be done probably pretty soon. I mean, I, I don't picture it taking long, you right. know, but it's like this weirdest thing to me that it went from Steve being like, don't be lazy, read a book to this is a fun thing that I do for a hobby. Right. You know? right. And people yeah. can go on Amazon and buy it. It's, it's neat. Yeah. You know, it's been a, I would say it's, this has been a pretty, pretty good life changing experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. This, uh, and it, I hadn't even, I mean, we, we knew about EXP, right? Right. We, we obviously didn't live underneath a, a rock or something. Right. But, um, we didn't know anything about it and all the information we had about it was negativity from people that didn't want us to join it. Right. And it's like going to a, a Chevy dealership and asking them to tell you about the new Ford F-150. <laughs> exactly. You know, but Steve was in my newsfeed all the time and he was just dropping little nuggets of value and facts and, then all of a sudden you see him on the billboard while you're driving around, you hear him on the radio and uh, you're like failing and failing and failing. And you're like, huh, I know this guy on Facebook. I've seen him in town when we're grocery shopping and had a conversation with him because he just wanted to say hi. Cause who does that? You know <laughs> what I mean? Just <laughs> goes up to somebody at, at Winco and is like, Hey Matt, I see all your stuff. You know what you're posting. How are you doing? Nobody does that, right? Steve McCarthy does. Yeah. You know, I do that kind of stuff now. Yeah. But I was like blown away at at everything this guy was doing. I mean, I had to contact him. Yeah. Had had to fix something, right? Yep. yep. And uh, then we come over to EXP and we find out. Oh my gosh, this place is like awesome <laughs> but i'm a super crazy. nerd too jay like so the world sometimes i go in there and i just like kick the soccer balls and stuff at <laughs> yeah and like you know. third grader in me too I'll get <laughs> yeah, <ropes. laughs> yeah I'll, I'll go out to the ship and i'll climb on it yeah like, <laughs> you know now there's like a a boat track that you can go on which is super, super fun. If you're ever just like heck of busy in the middle of your day and you get frustrated, go through right. that little course. And then you're like, all right, 
Right. I'm on track. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that stuff. Yeah. So, but uh yeah, EXP, man, it it changed my life completely. Yeah. You know, it gave me freedom to do literally whatever I want. Right. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. You know? We drop the kids off at the grandparents' house and fly to Texas and Vegas and do all kinds of crazy stuff, it seems like. You know, I, I wouldn't have even gone on an airplane right. before, you know? And uh, now I'm like, yeah, let's go right on an airplane for a few hours and go do something cool. Yeah. You know? Love that. <laughs> yeah, it's Love awesome. That. It's awesome. So, well, man, I really appreciate you coming on today. Man, is there been, anything else you want to cover? I'm glad, I'm glad you shared that story with me too. That's that's good stuff. Yeah. Anything else you want to cover today? Yeah, man. I, I, all I would say is, man, if you're watching this and you feel like you've been, you know, been where we've been, and you're in that place and you're stuck and you're not, you're you're not sure what the next move is, I would just be, pick up the phone and call Matt. And uh, <laughs> there might be a better way. There might be a better way. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> we found it. Yeah. Hey, stick around for a second if you don't mind. Yeah, you got it. Thank you.